Welcome to The CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, switch off. The CA records each Sunday live from Apostasy Studios. For more, please visit our Facebook page for the latest news, updates, and previews on some upcoming shows. You can email us at theca at rogers.com, and if we're amused or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, hello and welcome to the CA. Today is Sunday, March the 19th, 2017. I am Michael. And I am Dean. Uh, How's everybody doing today? Hope uh, everybody had a good week. Um, this is episode four, and so we got a few things that uh, we're going to uh, talk about today. Uh, I got a couple of news stories, I think Dean's got a couple, and uh, we're going to do our fallacy. And then, as promised last week, we are going to dive into our first shitty apologetic. Um, I, I started out calling it um, shitty Christian arguments, but I, I decided to change that because you could use this for any religion, and in fact, I've heard... Um, Muslims, like, uh, for example... Well, all religious people have shitty arguments. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, episode over. Uh, (laughs) It's been decided. (laughs) All religions have shitty arguments. No. But uh, I remember when I was... um, I was watching a debate with Lawrence Krauss and this uh, uh, Islamic apologist, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, Hamza Sortsis. He used... um, the the first argument he used is the argument we're going to talk about today. So not to give anything away, but he used the first one. So I think when I first said uh, shitty Christian arguments, um, I think I was wrong because I think this can be applied to uh, to anything. So again, news, fallacy, shitty Christian argument, and oh, see, I did it again. Uh, shitty, shitty apologetic uh, argument, and then we'll see what uh, other kind of um, trouble we can get into. You should and, also mention that, uh, that show that's coming up that you sent me. Um, in June? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, so I talked before about INR7, which is coming up uh, June 2nd to 4th. I'm still waiting to hear back from uh, Spencer Lucas as to whether or not, uh, he's able, uh, to make an appearance on the podcast, because I definitely want to talk to him about it to give him a chance to plug it. And, uh, also, he, he's just, he's probably forgotten more about the event than I remember about it. So... I uh, want to get him on that. But then the the next day, uh, Monday the 5th, at Danforth Music Hall in Toronto, uh, Lawrence Krauss is having a discussion with Matt Dillahunty. And really cool. Yeah, and so I had I sent Matt a message on Twitter because I had thought, hey, awesome, finally going to get to meet you. You're going to be an INR. And he replied, like, I'm not going to be an INR. And I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> um, so that sucks. I don't know. Uh, two things. One, I don't know if my work schedule will permit getting uh, getting away for a fourth day, and I've already dropped six bills on uh, on the INR tickets, and don't know if I can, uh, you know, don't know if my bank ac- yeah. if my bank account will uh, will stomach another uh, another ticket for the next night. Even though that's going to be a really cool uh, a really cool discussion. But yeah, I that's like to, I would like to go to that one because I don't have six bills to go to the <laughs> other one, but I st- certainly have. Uh, the uh, I think it was ninety bucks or whatever. Seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah, seventy seventy five. Okay. Um, yeah, so to to get that one because because that would be cool because Matt's one of my uh, one of my favorites as far as YouTube is concerned and and Lawrence Krauss is just always always up there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so let's uh, let's uh, pop into news. Uh, Dean, you want start? Or you want me to? U
You go ahead. Okay. Uh, all right. So the first uh, story is from uh, churchandstate.org. Uh, and I found this very, very interesting. But a um, pastor, Pastor Jesse Duplantis, has claimed that uh, he has seen aborted fetuses hug Jesus in heaven. <laughs> when was this? I don't know. Did he take a picture? It must be a real... selfie. Like, yeah. And, okay, so this is going to get... So this is going to go downhill fast, people. Um, is that it has to be a really tiny hug. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. It, it's just... It's ridiculous. But, okay, let's listen to this. Okay, so again, from... The one thing that bothers me about the posters that they hold and everything like that, showing these, you know, almost baby-like fetuses, is that the majority of, of abortions are done when it's still just a collection of cells. Yeah, and that's... have arms yet. No, I know, and that's, that's an interesting point. Uh, Sam Harris talks about this in Letter to a Christian Nation. He makes an excellent point about this. And he said, um, in, in addition to some of the, one of the things he says about uh, abortion, he said approximately 25% of recognized pregnancies end in spontaneous abortion mm-hmm. with, the, with the, the mother's body saying, something ain't right, let's get rid of this because yeah. something ain't right. Yeah. And then he, he gives a nice little, he gives religion a nice little poke in the eye. And he said, so if this is true, God is the most prolific abortionist of all. Yeah. Which I giggled a lot about the first time I read that. <laughs> because naturally, you get rid of, well, not a large majority of them, but... but a significant portion 25%, of 25% is not, is not a small amount, for sure. Okay, so Mr. Uh, Duplantis. Okay, uh, so again, this is from churchstate.org. Uh, Pastor Jesse Duplantis is a religiate of epic proportions. I love the way this guy wrote this. On par with the likes of Kenneth Copeland and the godfather of incomprehensible religiosity, Pat Robertson. This guy writes well. Um, one small difference makes this pastor even more deserving of ridicule uh, than, than those, he claims to have, one, been to heaven, two, seen everything in detail, and that he has personally witnessed aborted fetuses hugging Jesus. Uh, I don't even know. that. That's just, it's such a ridiculous claim. But it's not even possible in their own belief. Don't you have to be baptized before you get to go to heaven? Well, I'm, you know, this is this is like uh, so we talked about before, right? You know, the the lovely cafeteria you, you get your religion from. I like this piece and I like that piece. Oh, I didn't even mention this. I, I was going to add this in and then I didn't. Floating around uh, Facebook this week was the picture of this of this other uh, ridiculous pastor who took selfies in heaven and is selling them to people. Oh my god. And people are buy he's apparently he has selfies of him at the pearly gates. Well, that's the thing that people are buying them. Yeah. It's not just that you can sell stupid shit. There's stupid idiots that I want to know give hand over their money. I want to know what he's getting for these things. I want to know because if he's getting thousands of dollars, I am going to stand in a weird place with a bright light behind me and say I did the same fucking thing. <laughs> I will, I will stoop to his level, I will abandon my moral compass, and I'll be driving a Ferrari in a week. Did you hear, well, this was a while ago when they said that the world was going to end in 2013 or whatever it was? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the whole Mayan calendar thing, and everybody yeah. was saying it was going to end on October or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a company, a group of atheists that got together, I don't know how much they ended up making off of this, but they told religious people 
that if you have a pet, when you get raptured, we will take care of your pet. What? <laughs> and had to sign this document and put a deposit down or whatever and said, when you get raptured, you'll be taken up. And don't worry, everybody that works for this company are atheists. So we ain't going nowhere. And we'll go over and we'll take care of your pet after you get raptured. That's spectacular. And religious people in droves signed up for this, uh, for this, this, this contract. So you can't hear my mouth hanging open, but my, my mouth is hanging open. Yeah. That's, it was like a hundred dollars or even less, maybe like for a deposit. It, it's like it one of those TV commercials, then, you know, it's like for 1995, but wait, there's more. Uh, so yeah, we'll take care of your pets after you get raptured. Wow. 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 And everyone wow. that works with us is an atheist, so we're not going anywhere. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So he further goes on to talk about that any child that dies before the age of accountability, right? And according to Catholic doctrine, I believe that's seven. Okay. I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's seven is the age of accountability within the Catholic doctrine. Doctrine. Uh, also, get you know that all these all these babies they all go to heaven. Well, what about baptism? I thought that was I thought that was required. Um, I don't know when when you get when do you get baptized. Well, babies get baptized all the time, but you can get you can get baptized at any age. But baby, they do it to babies all the time. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I, I mean, all those ridiculous videos of them dunking the child. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't write this shit. Um, so uh, yeah, I thought that that was pretty funny, but I, I couldn't believe this story when I when I first heard it. Yeah. You know, aborted fetus, like, it, it, and it just, I have a sick, twisted sense of humor, so it poses, you know, so so it. It puts these funny pictures in my head, right, <laughs> of Jesus. Like he must be able to hug a lot of fetuses at one time, right? Because yeah. they're oh, just yeah, tiny. For sure. So he puts them a whole bunch in his hand. He's like group hug. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. All right. And he'd be hard pressed to find ones with arms. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's because, like a I it's mean, a spirit hug. Abortions are usually because of medical reasons or because the child has has died within the womb it's not a choice it's not you don't go six months and then say you know what yeah. fuck this shit that I'm, doesn't I'm losing my figure it's like let's rip this thing abortions out. are like 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 abortions are they're first of all they're a very heart-wrenching and tumultuous decision decision that is made by the woman hmm. it's not something that's lighthearted. oh you know what i had a one-night stand, and I ended up getting pregnant. Might as well just go get an abortion. That's not the way it works. Yeah, it's and pretty most ridiculous. Of them are done within the first seven, eight weeks, and they've got like maybe armed buds by that point. Yeah, crazy. Okay, yeah. So that's uh, Pastor Jesse Duplantis. Uh, he's an idiot. Uh, so moving on to, um, I would say, I would argue, an idiot of at least equal proportion, and that's uh, Mr. Ken Ham, Mr. Akpak. <laughs> Has he, has he, was he in jail or was that somebody else? No, I don't think he was in jail. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, oh uh, Kent Hovind. Say, thank you. That's, Kent Hovind went to jail for tax evasion. Convicted fraudster. Yeah. How, ch- how Christian of him. Um, and his, uh, his son, Eric, carry, you know, carried the mantle, mm. I guess, for as long as his, uh, his dad was locked up. Um, okay, but back to uh, Mr. Ken Ham. I've, I have a book. You know, did did you see the Ken Nye Bill uh, or the the uh, the Bill Nye debate? Yes, that was just an that was an an abomination. Bill Nye's too nice. Yeah, he was. He he was. Okay, so according to uh, creationist Ken Ham, the Pope is wrong. 
about atheism and about the Big Bang. Um, Pope is wrong. Listen to me. Exactly. Now, what's what's funny is so I don't like the Pope. Um, I think the Pope is 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 ridiculous. I think the whole idea of someone, and I I I may have my Catholic doctrine wrong here. Um, I remember talking to my father in law, who's a who's a staunch Catholic, and because we were talking about the, you know the inerrancy of the Pope. Mm-hmm. He corrected me. I wasn't aware of this, but apparently the Pope is only infallible when he's standing in what I think he said persona Christi, when he's actually addressing, um, at, like from the Pope, the papal mantle or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the altar, whatever the fuck it is. I think that's the only time he's infallible, if memory serves. All right. So he must have. That's when he must have said he must have been talking about the Big Bang, because. That's when he actually wouldn't be wrong because we know the Big Bang actually fucking happened. Uh, but anyway, according to Ken Ham, totally wrong. So um, this story is actually from the pa- the Patheos blogs. Uh, Dan Arell, uh, who I'm friends with Facebook on, he has a blog called Danthropology. And I think this is also listed in Raw Story as well. So uh, Ken Ham, who's usually full of logical fallacies, um, and that was on display once again, uh, when creation, uh, when the creationists uh, attacked Pope Francis for his remarks, suggesting that atheists can be good people, and that things such as the Big Bang are supported uh, by science, so Ken Ham basically said atheists can't be good people, and the Big Bang, no, that can't happen because I, because I have a book here that says it happened six thousand years ago over six days. Um, all right, so he said apparently, if the Pope said Big Bang is real, then the Pope is wrong. Ham wrote. Uh, the Bible states that the earth came before the sun. Uh, okay. Um, not the other way around. Doesn't matter who it is, the Pope or any other human being, all statements need to be judged against God's word. <laughs> wow. So there's... All there's statements a, have to run through a God editor. Yeah. So is that the same as like... Is that the same as um, uh, the one you use in Microsoft Word? Is, does that work the same way? I don't know. Um, it says, the Bible says there's only one good, and that's God. Now, th- that's actually true. Ken Ham saying that is good. Because apparently, um, I forget the Bible verse now, people are talking to Jesus and saying that Jesus is good. And Jesus says, you know, don't call me good. There's only one good, and that's God. Mm-hmm. Which means, I guess, Jesus wasn't good. But Jesus was God. But he was. So he was good. But he wasn't good. <laughs> don't call me good. No. Don't call me good. Call God good. But I'm God. I'm God. <laughs> but don't call me good. What the fuck? All right. So, uh, Ham often claims uh, that you can't be a real Christ- uh, Christian, so this dates back to our No True Scotsman fallacy we talked about, unless you believe in the version of young earth creationism, um, and that, that again, st- uh, flies in the face of the No True Scotsman fallacy. Um, so, I find there's a lot to unpack uh, within that. First, um, I'm not a scientist. Right, we discussed that last episode. Yeah, I, I, uh, I talked about my Z in science, but, but we know. I say we, the royal we, humanity, knows. We can go back to, I think it's a millionth of a millionth of a millionth of a second, after yeah. Planck time. Yeah, something the, yeah, ridiculous the, the, like the, that. The Planck, the Planck length is the, is as far back as we can go, but it's it's ridiculously small amount of time. Yeah, it's 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 close. Yeah, right, it's close. And after that expansion, all that other stuff, 
So, so we know that happened. That's demonstrably true. Mm-hmm. What isn't demonstrably true is anything that's said in the Bible. It can't, it can't, it can't, none of it can be, or, you know, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but none of it can be verified. So the earth was there before uh, the sun, which we know didn't happen, mm-hmm. but according to Ken Ham, it did. Um, because the Bible says that there, you know, earth, and I forget the exact order, but earth, yeah. and then a few, a couple of days and nights, and then on the fourth day, sun and moon, two great lights, yeah. even though the moon doesn't create its own light. Um, I don't think this guy, I don't even think he can spell critical thinking, <laughs> let alone use it. But I mean, it's everything in the Bible, like the whole thing of the earth being made, and then night and day passes, and then the sun is created. It's like these these people, the people who wrote it, didn't even think logically. Yeah, it's well, like, what is a, what is what is what is a night and day without a sun? Yeah, and and it's funny because we're guilty of like within within our vernacular, we say sunrise and sunset. Technically, that's false. Right? The sun doesn't rise, the sun doesn't set. Technically, that's false. But that's harmless yeah. in, in normal day-to-day speech. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that I believe the sun rose from the bottom and then, then sets. Uh, that, that, that's not what that means. Yeah. And, it, and when you say that, I don't think anybody is taking that as a serious point of, oh, you, so you accept the sun rises and sets? And I've actually heard Christians try to use that argument before. Oh, you think, you think the sun rises, do you? No, fuckhead. I don't think the sun rises. It's just something we say. Common vernacular. Yeah, yeah. common vernacular. It's like, it's like people, like, uh, they say, oh, you don't celebrate Christmas? It's like, no, I celebrate Christmas because Christmas is a cultural holiday. Yeah. It has very little to do with religion right now, right? Yeah. It, Christmas... It's still stores can sell goods. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, when I'm doing the shopping, they sell a lot of goods. Um, I'm the biggest sucker Christmas ever had. Um, I I love the holiday and I celebrate it uh, freely. Uh, eat and buy stuff. Exactly, eat and buy stuff. Consume and consume. Yeah. So, uh, in other news, um, so confession time. Much to my wife's chagrin, I think in fact her mouth dropped right open. I've never seen Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> right? I've seen the animated one, yeah. Uh, I've, I haven't. I haven't seen it. And much to my wife, she was like, what? My wife's going to go see it tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Shannon saw it. Oh, fuck. See what I did there? <laughs> Son I did of the same bitch. thing. Yeah, you did the same ago. thing last week. So, there goes all an enemy. It's all out the window. Um, you know, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Um, right. My wife went to go see it with her family. I should just write out her sister. <laughs> just did all the names, names, addresses, phone numbers. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Exactly. Right. Okay. So she went to go see Beauty and the Beast. And she said it was, yeah, she said it was good. She said it was a little bit of an iffy start. She said they got something wrong. She said it was her, she's, she'll openly tell you it's her favorite animated movie, one of her favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah, Meredith sings the songs from that all the time. Yeah, like she knows oh, it all. Did it again? <laughs> We're fucking everybody in this episode. Everybody, everybody's fucked. Okay, so, um, she said she, you know, she can start at the beginning and just go all the way through. Every line, every song, every everything. Yeah. Okay. She said apparently they messed up a little bit near the beginning or something like that. 
but she said overall it was very, very good. So people are up in arms because there's an openly gay character in it. Yes. yes Shock and yes. awe. They were saying that they're not going to show the movie in Malaysia. In Malaysia, Russia? Um, Russia too? Yeah, I don't think Russia I was surprised about Malaysia, but I was expecting it from Russia, because Russia has passed anti-gay le- legislation. Yeah. It's on the, it's, it's law now. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious to see if there's theaters in the U.S. Um, like, I bet you Westboro Baptist will be out somewhere, and uh, I'm sure they'll be protesting and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, it's, it's a totally non-issue. I've, met, I've said it before, I'll say it again, because it's something I believe in and it's something I'm very passionate about. If you don't want to get gay married, you should totally not get gay married. Because um, I, I don't think you should, you know, like, I, I, have, I have gay friends. Uh, I don't care. I don't care what two people do. Not only, in the, and it's funny because lots of people say, I don't care what people do in the privacy of their own home. I would rather not walk down the street and see um, anyone having sex in a park, yeah. whether it be, I don't care what, uh, what sex or gender they are. I don't want to have, see anybody having sex in a park. Yeah. Hold hands, kiss, you know, I'm, I'm all for the PDAs. Um, I don't have a problem with that at all. Don't grab ass. Exactly. <laughs> do what you want. I don't care. And if, you do, if you're not into that, you, to, you totally should not do that. But if you're into it, who, who cares? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect you. As like two people, two men, two women, whatever, or however you identify, um, kissing, hugging, holding hands, grabbing ass, whatever it is, has no effect on me whatsoever. What is wrong with two people loving each other, regardless of sex? Well, Ken Ham would say it's against the Bible. <laughs> um, but it, it, it doesn't. Uh, it, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, so people are protesting. Theaters are banning. Countries like you said, Malaysia, Russia, these other places, and I'm sure there'll be, um, I'm sure there'll be lots more of it, and I think it's just, I think it's something that has to be talked about. It's something that has to be said. It is, it is stupid. It is ridiculous, and every time it happens, it needs to be called out for what it is, and it needs to be the people who do it need to be told, hey, you're stupid. This doesn't fucking make any difference, and it doesn't concern you, and f- go fuck yourself. Yeah, there should be openly gay characters in every movie. Yeah, like, I don't care. I mean, it's like, there were lots of, um, so think about this year. We're going to talk about movies for a second. There were, th- was it three or four, um, predominantly, if not totally, uh, black cast uh, movies. Yeah. Um, Moonlight, which won Best Picture. Exactly. Right? I, I saw Moonlight. It was really, really good. I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't. It was a hard movie to watch. because I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it, but um, as a young boy, I felt horribly for this boy because I was bullied a little bit as a, as a child as well. And this kid was bullied a little bit. And so I was like, oh, that was hard to watch. But overall, the story, it was, it was heart-wrenching, um, but it was very touching, and I thought it was really, really good. I think... Um, I didn't watch all the best picture movies, so people say, "Oh, did you? If you didn't see them all, you shouldn't comment." Fuck, you, fuck off. Um, of the ones I saw, um, and I would hazard a guess, the ones that I didn't see, it won best picture, and for good reason. It was very, very good, and I would recommend it, and I would watch it. Uh, I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I anyway, watch any of the best pictures. So, so there you have, you know, so um, you have uh, that movie kind of broke all the rules. Because you had, um, you had black, and you had gay, yeah, in the same movie. So, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like having, and 
you could maybe argue the Beauty and the Beast, you know, having like, you know, quote unquote token, token gay character or something like that. But whatever. I think it's a good, I think it's a good start. And for, for Disney yeah. Yeah. to have it as yeah. well. I think that's a big plus. Um, well, it's not a gay Jewish character. Oh, that, that would be totally <laughs> fucking jumping the line. That would be totally fucking jumping the line. Overboard. You've gone too far. Anyway. Um, it, it's a non-issue. It should be pointed out as a non-issue. And we should just fucking get on with life. But I mean, it should be representative. Like, um, when I said there should be a gay character, an openly gay at least one openly gay character in every movie. Because if you take your circle of friends, whether you know it or not, one of them is probably gay. One of them is probably gay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you go whether by the... Whether they're hiding it or not, whether you know it or not, you probably have a gay friend. Yeah. And it goes to the whole, you know, uh, some people say, you know, the 10% rule or something like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know whether that's re- a true representation uh, of the population. Uh, maybe somebody can send us an email, carogers.com, or let, me, let us know on the Facebook page um, whether or not that's really a true representation. It's the best one I have. As a straight white dude, I don't know, yeah. right? Um, my quote-unquote gaydar has been off a number of times, but whatever. But, uh, I mean, you you know, you've got two boys. Yeah. What are you going to do if one of your, you know, if one of your boys... You know, is gay. Oh my god, they are no longer my son. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, like uh, my eldest. I'm not entirely sure that he will be straight. It's complete. It makes no difference whatsoever. My wife and I always say, "Whatever makes you happy." Hmm. And we're not pulling any punches when he comes and asks questions about things. It's like there was that story that, that woman. Um, there was a guy doing makeup. Um, because there's lots of guys online that do these amazing makeup shows, like like yep. demonstrations. Yep. And she was all up in arms saying like, oh, like what if my son sees a man putting on makeup? So what? She goes and he's going to ask me weird questions. Why doesn't daddy wear makeup? Because daddy doesn't feel like wearing makeup. Yeah. It's not going to... Ah, it's just... It's, it's maddening, these people. Yep. These but, people. Yeah, those it, people. Those people. But I was just like, you know... Why doesn't Daddy wear makeup? Daddy doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Why do you? Because I feel like it. Because I want to. Because I feel pretty when I'm like right now. My eldest. I was about to say his name, but I won't. My <laughs> eldest. He likes wearing lipstick. Oh okay. Like he thinks it's he thinks it makes him look pretty, and we put lipstick on when he's going somewhere special. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Put lipstick on the kid. I don't think it. I don't think it matters. It makes him happy. My hope would be. <laughs> my hope would be something like that. Uh, wouldn't that be an amazing? Um, wouldn't that be amazing if that was like an, if that served as some kind of agent for change and acceptance, um, broader acceptance? Because there seems to be this, there seems to be a level of acceptance for adults in certain areas, not everywhere, but I don't know if you'd get that kind of acceptance if you saw a child. What are you doing? You're going to pervert your child's mind. They're going to think it's okay. Well, because it, yeah, it is okay. <laughs> it's but but that's the, but that's the weird that's the weird thing. Anyway, the sad thing is is that he's being I don't know bullied. I don't know if you want to call it bullied, but made fun of at school at least a couple of times. Like enough that he's mentioned it to my wife that um, the other boys made fun of him because he likes pink and purple. Oh, okay. He likes colors that are not considered boy colors. That's right. So he got made fun of. Yeah. Which is, it's just sad that this, this is going on. I mean, yeah. it's five. Yeah. This shouldn't be an issue at five. Yeah, I mean, what, what causes someone to like one color over another? 
I don't fucking know. I'm sure there's doctors out there that understand the how the brain works as to why they may like something more over something else, but I don't know. Um, I don't have a problem with anybody liking anything. I think when I was a kid, I didn't have a... Yeah, I think when I was a kid, I didn't have a problem, quote-unquote problem, with purple. Um, having four older sisters, um, one of... One of which name nickname was Pinky. He probably um, got into the name Pink, so he didn't really <laughs> exactly. Fuck pink. Um, and then my wife loves the color pink. Like she's insane <laughs> over, it. over it almost. Um, you know, you know, a lot of jewelry, clothes, and all that other stuff. But whatever. Like who cares? Um, you have bigger fucking problems on this planet <laughs> than what color somebody likes, especially. A fucking five-year-old. Yeah, but I mean, as an adult, you can understand, like, you can say, you know, screw you, fuck you, I'm going to do what I do, I because that's what I like. But yeah. when you're five, you want to fit in with your friends, you want to be like them, sure. and he's identifying certain colors as being girl colors, and he doesn't want to like them. Yeah. I mean, this is... Which is too bad. Because it, it, he wants to fit in with his friends. Yeah, but which is too bad. They shouldn't even... He needs a gay friend. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, like why... Because... Like, because we were saying that, you know, you do all this work to raise your child a certain way, but you can't raise, you can't raise everybody's kid. That's right. Right? So you're going to have idiot kids polluting your, your, your your kids' minds. You can't fix stupid. Exactly. Yep. Uh, okay. you have a bleep button you can, you can hit when we let things (laughs) slip? Do I have a bleep? I don't know. I don't know. I got to get... I have to get better with GarageBand to learn editing things. Cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. Fuck it. My address is... No, no. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, my address is facebook.com slash no. Uh, all right. So that's all I've got uh, for news. Dean, uh, what do you got for news? Yeah, I got news here that seems to have gone away. Hold on. His news story went away. Uh, it's a horrible tragedy. Here we go. We can find it again. It's not a big deal. Um, this was on Facebook from a group that I'm... Uh, a part of, and somebody posted a story about how uh, a study was done, a religious study was done, I don't know by who, and I have to also preface this with saying that it's in the independent, which... (laughs) But anyway, the title of the story is Atheist at Risk of Dying Out Due to Belief in Contraception, Study Claims. I don't know who ran this study, but apparently the... um, A new study has suggested that atheism is doomed because religious people have higher rates of reproduction. Due to the lack of belief in contraception, religious believers have more children than atheists, which could ultimately result in the end of atheism, the study suggests. Now, just going off those first two paragraphs, what is the proof that religious people have that because your parents are religious, you're going to be religious? Michael, were your parents religious? (laughs) Yeah. Dean, were your parents religious? Yes. Are we religious? No. <laughs> my mom was and my mom was Catholic, my dad was Lutheran. Um, we had this we had this little um I remember as a really young kid, I, I guess I didn't really know much, but we had this little um this little ceramic piece of uh art and it was a Jesus head. That was like painted yellow. I don't know whether... I don't know how the fuck... Anyway, it was painted yellow. I didn't do the fucking thing. It was painted yellow. And it was a thing of Jesus with the praying hands. Like a profile. A shot from the profile. And 
it said Jesus never fails in it. And that was very prominent, not prominent. It was always on display in our living room. Okay. Right? And I'm, I remember the first time I asked my mom what that thing was. And that's when she shipped me off to Sunday school. It's <laughs> like, you're old enough to ask, but I, but, I don't wanna, <laughs> but I don't want to answer. I think she was, well, having four older sisters, I think she was just fucking burnt out. By the time I came along, she was like, fuck, I, like, I can't deal with this shit. Um, I used to, sometimes I would do shit and I would hear her eyes roll. Like, it was just so ridiculous. I, like, I was, I was a ridiculous child. But anyway, so, no, parents staunchly religious, me, not so much. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that, that right off the bat, just because your parents are religious to me, you're going to be, be religious. Apparently somebody is claiming that there's a religious gene that is passed on from religious parents to their children, which... Yeah, it's called indoctrination. Bullshit. Um, but anyway, they say that stu- uh, scientists from the U.S. and Malaysia... Sorry, I, I did a finger quote there. Uh, Air quotes. From the U.S. and Malaysia studied over 4,000 students, asking them about their religious beliefs and how many siblings they had. Um, they found that Malaysian atheists had 1.5 fewer siblings than the average. The gap was narrow in the U.S., where students unaffiliated with any religion had 0.16 fewer siblings than the average. Non-religious couples had 0.03 children, whereas uh, the average for the whole population was 3.2. So, again, there's nothing saying that because your parents are religious, you're going to be... Yes, your parents do affect your worldview, and you are probably going to start believing in religion because your parents do. But there is nothing to say that you cannot have a change of heart. <laughs> There's nothing to say you're going to stay there, for it's, sure. Yeah, I mean, I even had, um, my ex was, uh, again, brought up Christian. And she switched to uh, to Wicked, to the, the <laughs> she wanted to be a witch. And she went to these, these, these outdoor uh, rituals and everything. She dragged me along, too, right? Because I wanted to be supportive, whatever. So I was, like, there. And they, they had these, it was, it was, it was kind of weird that, we had to touch the ground and feel the energy leave our bodies into the ground or come up through the, from the ground to our bodies. And you couldn't put out fire with water because they're opposing elements, so you have to blow it out. So yeah. You got a candle. You try that in a fire. Water. Try yeah, that in a forest exactly. fire. Well, yeah. I would just opposing say elements. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's 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 uh, it's that. There's, uh, this, this study that was done, first of all, you're asking people, which is never a great way to find out information. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they just found out, they said, oh, you're religious? How many sisters, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Oh, that's more than this person who's not religious. So, okay, so there's a part of that. On the face of it, I don't necessarily know that I disagree with some of the premises or some of the statements made there. Because religious people breed. <laughs> um, you know, if you look at the quiverful movement, um, you know, if you look at um, uh, the Amish if you look, like the, specifically the Cool for Mood, uh, there's a place, uh, there was a great documentary, this uh, thing done in Canada, uh, from a little town in Bountiful, British Columbia, uh, which is, um, they have a, a there's a polygamist um, camp yeah. and whole area out there. The guy's name was, oh fuck, I forget his name now, he's a piece of shit who was having sex with, like, early teenagers and shit like that. Uh, horrible scumbag, needs to be beaten within an inch of his life. Anyway, um, and then you look at uh, uh, Islam, right? Um, my neighbor, right? Four beautiful children. Um, but 
you know, like, generally speaking, people of faith breed. Mm-hmm. It is, it, it might be fair to say that religious, pe- religious people breed more than non-religious. That might be an in, that might be a totally fair thing to say. Yeah, but what you but what you said is is a counter to all of it because what well, fuck matters what, you, what you, how many fucking kids you have. That doesn't mean they're going to necessarily be believers. Now, that depends where you are because if you're if you're Muslim born in Afghanistan, <laughs> you believe you shut the fuck up if you don't, yeah. or you get the fuck out if you don't. Kind of leads into my next uh, news story, but um, like, yeah, it's it depends where you are. Um, people who question the faith and things like that, they can ask their priests or their parents or whatever, but they don't really have uh, the arena to declare their atheism. Mm. Um, and I'm sure the you know the Bible Belt and all that kind of stuff in the states is is, is one of those places. I mean, even, even southern states. Like, I was in Florida, and I was driving around, and there was a billboard, a billboard that you can see from the highway, going back to the abortion debate, and it had a picture of a baby on it, and it said, please don't abort me. But it was a baby. Yeah, it was a fully live, like, born, probably about three months old. Yeah, that's called murder. <laughs> <laughs> when the baby's born, you don't abort it anymore. You kill it. That's... <laughs> That's the, that's dumb. That, well, yeah, the Florida's dumb was showing. Yeah. Uh, in that instance. Anyway, uh, since you said that uh, we're gonna talk about uh, you shut the fuck up or you or you or you get the the hell out or or die. Um, my next uh, news story: um, Saudi Arabia sentences a man to ten years in prison and two thousand lashes for expressing his atheism on Twitter. Yeah, sounds reasonable. So, yeah, 2,000 lashes. They still do that. Yeah. Um, a report carried, and Alan Watson says that uh, the 28-year-old man admitted to being an atheist and refused to repent, saying that when he wrote, uh, when he wrote what he wrote reflected his own beliefs and that he had a right to express them. The report did not name the man. It added that the religious, poli- the re- religious police... Yeah. In charge of monitoring social network found more than 600 tweets denying the existence of God. Ridiculing the Quran versus accusing all prophets of lies and saying that their teaching fueled hostilities. The court also fined him 20,000 riles, or just short of 4,000 pounds. So Hmm. yeah, he was charged uh, with a a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, he was uh, sentenced to 10 years in prison and 2,000 lashes. How's he supposed to pay the fine in prison? I They probably just pull it right out of his bank account if he has it. What, they just take his shit? <laughs> they, just take, yeah. they just take his shit. The, like, so... But why, like, why would... Why did they even have to do this? What, what does it matter if he's on Twitter saying, I guess, people are listening? I don't well, know. Well, it's like the, the... That's like thought police, right? Um... Like Christopher Hitchens said, you know, the, the essence of totalitarianism, yeah. you know, being, you know, being condemned for what you think, which is also, uh, which is also biblical. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that, mm. I think if I was, I would hope that if I was in that situation, I would hope that if I was in that country and I saw them, 
I don't know whether they do whether they do the lashings like in a public square or some shit like that. I know they do beheadings in a public square. Yeah. My hope would be, I hope that I would have the bravery to, to step in. I hope I would be brave enough to step in. But then you get the lashes too. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Maybe. I, and that's what I mean. And then I'm not trying to, you know, pretend that I, I would step in. I would totally step in. I, I don't know that I would. I hope that in that, I don't think necessarily you can talk about what you might do until you were faced in that situation. My hope would be that I would have, I, that I would have the courage to step in and say, you can't do that. That's fucking stupid. You, know, um, you, you would have but to I don't be know more than, than, than yourself personally. You need a group of people to, to, to stand up and say that because an individual isn't yeah. going to... Heretic! Just, exactly. They'll just grab you and throw you up against a stick and start lashing you. I mean, you have to have a group yeah. of people that... I like the up. rough stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> more than I needed to know about you, Michael. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Okay. Well, that's fucking depressing, huh? Way to end on a downer. <laughs> yeah, somebody getting beaten. Oh. Okay, on a more chipper note. All right, so let's talk about um, let's talk about our fallacy uh, for this week. Now, our uh, this week the fallacy ties directly uh, into our first shitty apologetic that I wanted to discuss. So, the fallacy that I wanted to talk about today is special pleading. Okay, and now special pleading. I'll give you a definition. Special pleading is a fallacy in which a person applies standards, principles, or rules, etc., to others while exempting themselves without providing adequate justification for that exemption. Uh, The best example that I can think of for special pleading uh, directly ties into our our first uh, shitty apologetic. Okay? So, I, I don't necessarily want to jump the gun. So, Special pleading is a, is a favorite uh, for people of faith. Uh, and, you know, you've talked to people say, you know, well, why? Uh, you know, well, God is special, don't you know? You know, he made the laws. He can do what he wants. Um, and like I said, I, it ties in nicely. So I'll just go right in and I'll mention the first, uh, the first shitty apologetic. And the fir- our first uh, in our series of shitty apologetics is the Kalam cosmological argument. Uh, it's ridiculous. So let's talk a little bit about Kalam. So... Kalam dates back to medieval Muslim philosophers such as, and I'll fuck this up for sure, uh, Al-Kindi and Al-Ghazali. Um, if, I, if I murdered those, I'm sorry. Um, it has recently been restored into popularity by people like William Lane Craig, Frank Turek, um, Hamza Sortzis, and various others. The argument follows, um, well, they say it follows a logical structure, but I don't think it does. But here's the structure. Premise one, everything that has a beginning of its existence has a cause for its existence. Premise two, the universe has a beginning of its existence. Therefore, premise three, the universe has a cause for its existence. Now, this is where uh, apologists... When do I get to raise my hand? Um, this is where, this is where I want to get through the whole thing first, because I already think it's bullshit, but I want to get through the whole thing. Now, this is where apologists take it a step further and it's totally unjustified. Premise four, if the universe has a cause of its existence, then that cause is God. Therefore, God exists. Now, this is a, a massive leap. There is positively no foundation for this belief. Okay. But let's take it, let's go right back. And look at premise one. 
Um, this, okay, it's important to take note uh, and, and to mention this, that this is not the original Kalam. This is not the original argument that was proposed, okay? Um, the first premise of Kalam, of Kalam used to state, everything has a cause. And then as soon as people started saying, where did God come from? Then people said, ah, shit. Uh, we got to fix this because um, this doesn't work. So people of faith realized that that means God had to come from somewhere and had to have a cause. And this locked them into an infinite, infinite regression. Mm-hmm. Well, where did God come where from? The cause God. Um, and was that God's God? Yeah. And God's 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 God? <laughs> All the way, you know, at, you know, at infinitum. Uh, so now we go back into um, our fallacy. Now enter special pleading by inserting a terminus of God always was. Why? Because God. Why? Well, because God. And we can also, not to tie in too much, I don't want to talk too much, but then circular reasoning. Yeah. Right? Because, because, because. So if we go back to the first, uh, if we go back to the first premise. Everything that has a beginning of existence has a cause for its existence. I recently had a really interesting um, Facebook uh, conversation with somebody and it's gone on now for probably a week or more mm-hmm. and we keep on getting back to each other with different things and stuff like that and I got hung up on this a little bit and I, I wasn't going to give on this so what this person I was talking about said well you know do you do you deny that the universe had a beginning and I was saying well no of course you know to the best of our knowledge our universe exists as a result of the Big Bang, yes. to the best of our knowledge. But to the, for the, to the best of our knowledge, it did have a beginning. Right. And we then... Don't know if it all happened or not. And then what he said was, well, what was the cause? And here's what I got hung up on. Yeah. And, I, and I realized I was being particularly pig-headed about this. But what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to say to him, I didn't want to admit... And I'll say it openly here. I didn't want to admit that the universe had a cause. And the reason I didn't want to admit that the universe had a cause is because he wanted to try to tie agency to that cause. Yeah. That was going to be his hook. It was to try to loop agency into that. Yeah. And that's where he goes off the reservation yeah. um, and says, well, what is... Oh, that's, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's a little racist. Um, went off the, his off his rocker um, by say, you know, by trying to attach agency to this cause by by what by what authority to you do tie agency to this cause yeah it's 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 the word cause like if you're you can take another example like going back to the whole like a baby is is born so it has a beginning but what was the cause of that beginning was it parents had sex actual had sex was it the fact that the sperm penetrated the egg? Was it the fact that the egg implanted properly into the uterine lining? Like, what caused... Yeah, all those different about? things. And it's funny because... Because if any one of those things didn't happen, like, if there was, wasn't enough wine drunk at dinner? Exactly. <laughs> like, like, which cause... If the beer about? goggles were a little clearer, <laughs> we wouldn't have this problem. No, but it's funny. And so one of the, one of the things that I tried to pose to, to this, this guy was, I said, well, I said, now imagine the uh, southwestern United States. Arizona, Texas, something like that. A very dry, arid land. Yeah. A brush fire starts. What was the cause? Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't answer me. 
because there was no agency to that either. <laughs> yeah. So so we know we don't know why the universe is here. No. And I don't I don't even know that a physicist like I don't even know that someone like Lawrence Krauss would know no. why it's no here. Why. Yeah, I mean maybe why is not a right question. There is no why. But why is it here? It's not, there's not a why question. It I just mean, is. All of these things, you know, like all of the different, I remember in reading A Universe from Nothing, he talks about, which is, I had to read it twice, and I still don't really understand it, um, but I try. He talks about, Lawrence Krauss talks about how empty space is really unstable, mm-hmm. right? And, and that even though you can take a patch of space where there seems to be nothing, there's all kinds of stuff there. Yeah. And, you know, like at Planck time, at T equals zero, we can't talk about before that because before would be temporal and you have to have time to be before. But what was going on at that? We don't know. And even if, even if the universe almost started for trillions of years, but it wasn't quite there, Mm -hmm. we know that it did because we're here sitting and talking about it. So, um... And that's why I didn't want to give in to him and say that, the, you know, cause, 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 right? So, so premise one and premise two. So the universe has a beginning. We know that. But how you leap to God, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. I have no fucking clue how you leap to God. Like, why not, um, you know, why not the great Flimini gibbet? Exactly. The, uh. Flying spaghetti monster. Flying spaghetti monster. Any, anything. You just make some shit up. Why not Burbalerber? <laughs> I like that one. Why not? It, it's like, and that's not, I just completely fucking made that shit up. But why not? Why is Burbalerber completely ridiculous, but Yahweh's totes the right thing? Mm-hmm. Why, I, how did you get there? Um, it, it's a massive leap with, with no foundation. And it's something that needs to be called out. And if you look at this, if you look at this, uh, the cosmological argument, my, my thought is a, a person of faith, people of faith, are fucking terrified of I don't know. That's the thing I was about to say when you were talking about that, is scientists don't mind saying I don't know and then trying to find that answer. Yeah. But... Apparently the Bible or the Quran or whatever you want to talk about, it has all the answers in it. Yeah. So there are no I don't know. You know and the when be- you come to a point of I don't know, <laughs> God did it. Yeah. The best, uh, what do you call it? Anagram? Yeah. The best anagram for the Bible I've ever heard. Fucking hysterical. Basic instruction before leaving earth. <laughs> yeah no um anyway but yeah no it, yeah it already it already has the answers just ask someone who's just ask someone who believes it and they'll tell you all the answers are in there god's not the author of confusion <laughs> even though i can't think of a book dan barker says uh in um uh god the most uh, unpleasant character in all fiction he says uh can you think of a book that's caused more confusion than the bible so I think about this 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 fallacy that we're talking about. Like even if you accept the first three premises that the universe has a, has a cause, yeah, where do you go from having a cause to that cause being God? Well, usually, um, usually it it ties into more fallacies which we haven't talked <laughs> about yet. But one of the first ones is the argument from ignorance. Yeah. 
right? Well, I don't know, so it has to be God. I can't think of anything better. Yeah. Therefore, God. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you just have a shitty imagination. Like, just because you can't think of something better doesn't mean the thing you think of yeah. is the thing that made the thing. Yeah. Well, that, like that guy that we were having a discussion on Facebook with, and he's saying that, oh, I don't know why my, my heart beats every day, but I have faith that it will continue to beat. It's like, just yeah. because you don't know why, yeah. doesn't mean you can tie an agency to it. Yeah, so, so for the don't, yeah, Dean and I have been having this uh, conversation with a guy, I guess he's in, he's in Hawaii? Yeah. 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 He's in Hawaii. Lucky bastard. Yeah. So we hate him already. <laughs> but um, we've been having this conversation going on for, I don't know, close to a week or something like that. And I think it was something I posted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I posted uh, I posted a meme basically saying, you know, I'm an atheist. You know, I believe in myself and being good and all these other things and stuff like that. And he piped in almost right away with, oh, you know, where did, you know, why do you believe these things? You know, where does your good come from? Also, you know, your good comes from the Bible. It comes from God. And like, Fuck you. And I went off on him. And Dean joined in, and so we've been tag-teaming this guy uh, in the most gentle, caring, and loving way <laughs> for, about, for about a week or so. Um, and he's, he hasn't come back with anything of substance. He just always comes back with, with empty arguments. Oh, pray for you or something like that. And yeah. The ocean's calling, I gotta go. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's it. That's right. Exactly what he said. He said, uh, ocean's calling, aloha. I'm like, ah, fuck off. But... Um, I I took a line out of. Um, did you ever see the uh, the online debate with Brian Sapient and uh, Kirk Cameron and Ray Comfort? Uh, no, I didn't see. That. Uh, it was a riot. Anyway, at one point, uh, they're talking. It was Brian Sapient and his partner's name was Kelly, but I don't think Kelly ever mentioned her name, so that's why I'm not. I, I can't say because I don't know what it is. But anyway, there was this. It was a debate. It's like ten years old, and uh, Crocodile Boy and Ray Comfort, uh, Banana Man were on there and banana man, <laughs> banana man. and uh, they were talking about this thing at one point they you know they got into this whole thing you know oh you know I'll you know I'll pray for you and Brian Sapien response was okay you pray for me I'll think for you <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's and it, it sounds harsh it's argumentative but um, I don't think that it's necessarily unreasonable to say something like that <sighs> So, Dean, you want to take a guess on how long we've been going? Uh, shorter than last week? Not quite. Oh. 54 minutes. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, that, that time flew by like it, nothing. It does fly by. Yeah, it does time fly by. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're having fun. So, all right. So, I think that's enough trouble for us for this week. Oh, something I did want to say. So I have to get uh, my lovely wife to redo our intro because on the intro it says, you know, releases first and third does, but I'm way too fucking impulsive. <laughs> and I'll probably have this done tomorrow, which is uh, Monday the 20th, and I'll probably release it on Monday. So we're very likely going to be moving to a week schedule, um, which is uh, good, hopefully, for you guys, get more content out there. Now, my work schedule changes in a couple of weeks, so that may change again, but uh, we'll keep you posted as best we can as far as that goes. But I, I want to get content out there uh, to you guys. Uh, it's fun to do. I think it's important. And um, it's, it's something that, I, that, uh, that we enjoy from an activism uh, perspective. Now that we've spilled the beans on who all our family members are, uh, <laughs> none of it really matters anymore. But yeah, so, so likely you'll see that change. Uh, l- uh, let me know 
in uh, comments or something like that, uh, reviews on either iTunes or on the Facebook page, or send us an email to c8rogers.com. Let me know. Uh, let us know what you think about. Uh, let us know what what you think about the show first and foremost. Um, the intro, the the music, uh, all that other stuff. Uh, Want to hear from you because uh, this is you know it's part of the reason why we do it is to is to get to get it out there, but also to hear back, right? To know that we're doing more than just talking to the void. Yeah. yeah. So feel free to uh, reach out to us, and also with uh, with show ideas. With show ideas, either if you want to, if you have an an idea of something you want to talk about. If you have uh, an idea for a news story, a good way is either through Facebook or actually through Twitter, uh, at the underscore CA underscore podcast. And uh, if I use your, if, if uh, we use your news story, then you'll get credit for it, obviously. And we'll, uh, we'll keep this thing going. So I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah, I can't think of anything else. All right. Well, I can, but... Well, I'm trying to think, but nothing happened. <laughs> um, so for now, uh, we will leave you, and uh, until likely next week, uh, I've been Michael. And I have been Dean. Bye-bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.